Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Hello to all 331,449,281 of us in the United States. Live from Studio C. Season your dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Common sense. <laughs> well, Another one of those thematic general managers, you're, Jack Gates. You're big on the themes, aren't you? Well, I don't know. Do you have a person in mind? Uh, the census would be a pretty good one, honestly. It's another theme, but. Common census. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. The common sense is because I feel like more and more America uh, of America has just completely abandoned the idea of making their own decisions. And instead, we just mindlessly follow the authorities, no matter how often they've proven themselves, you know, unworthy of our faith. I don't think he was listening to my brilliant and eloquent soliloquy there. No matter how just... much we listen to their something or other. Yeah, there you go. That's great. So, uh, yeah. There no, I'm are, ignoring you. There are 331,449,281 of us that are not participating in common sense. <coughs> Although those the numbers... 
I hear that. That sounds like the COVID. COVID. You got the COVID? Oh, yeah, and we got the guidelines coming out any minute from the CDC on masks. Oh, thank goodness. Then I'll know what to do to protect myself. Getting back to common sense? Indeed. Um, Yeah, well, it's a habit. It's a habit of, uh, if you get in the habit of, uh, I don't do anything until somebody tells me it's okay. It is. You can't get in that habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But back to the census. States gaining and losing population. Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Stay tuned. I like small uh, states. so I'm Loser! Happy. There's one right there, folks. I'm happy if people are fleeing my state in general and it gets as small as possible. So, Er McGurd. I was just reading Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Absolutely gorgeous. Judy and I uh, scouted that out as a possible location to move to someday. Year over a year. One year. One circuit around the sun. 365 days. March to March. The median home price went up 47%. And people are moving to that area. So would you consider them a winner in your winner and losers? I wouldn't. If I lived there. Winner! No. If I lived there, I would hate it. Oh, I know. It's awful. It's terrible. Unless you're a real estate agent. Yeah. Then you just bought a solid gold boat and you're sailing around Lake Coeur d'Alene on it. But the uh, CDC is going to announce their mask guideline. I'm stealing this joke, but uh, they're expected to announce that a dead person can take off their mask 30 <laughs> days after they're deceased. <laughs> that is dark delicious. Dark hilarious. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, it's funny what you said about the um, being told to do things. I remember in eighth grade science. Uh, Gladys, can you play the harp? Gladys is fully inoculated now. Gladys! She doesn't have to wear the mask. Well, let me shake her. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. To wake her up. Elder abuse. Um, thank you for the harp there. I remember in eighth grade science, the teacher giving this big speech about, and I don't know what, I, I wondered at the time, and I still wonder all these years later what, what made him give this speech, but it was about uh, people who... Um, look for guidance or permission to do things or are um, uh, looking to others for what's the right thing to do versus people who are uh, just doing it on their own. Mm-hmm. And um, and and then he divided us into groups for our big science experiment, he said, based on that. And, huh. it, and it hadn't occurred to me until that moment that I was sitting next to one of the smartest kids in the class <laughs> and just doing whatever he did. So I don't know if that's what he was talking about or what. But. Huh. <laughs> That is a bit of a head scratcher. Maybe I, I don't understand smart. your I'll explanation. Just do whatever he does. <laughs> huh. But I don't know if that's what he was talking about or not. Uh, but my point being is, you can get into the habit of that for whatever reason of uh, thinking somebody else has got the the right answers. They don't always. In fact, right. they often don't. You know, that's interesting. I uh, I'll tell the story later. But it was, I think, a fifth grade science class that was one of my formative moments dealing with authority. My fifth grade science teacher was a dope, and I realized it one specific moment. It's seared into my memory. My eighth grade science teacher was fantastic, Mr. Moxness. I still remember. I'm sure he's passed at this point. But uh-huh. It's funny how the, the, the good teachers stick out. And as we've talked oh, about yes. many times, he was the teacher everybody was so scared of. He's so mean. He's so he's mean. mean. He's so scared of those. <laughs> always ended up being my favorite teachers, the ones yep. that everybody was so scared of and was so mean. Come on now. There's got to be a relationship there. 
Yeah, the kids are funny that way, though. Well, I part mean, of that's it, so universal. Part of it, uh, uh, transitioning to something we're going to talk about later today, part of it was they would demand something of people. So many teachers don't demand anything, and we've got a lot of info on that today on grade inflation. Oh, boy. I, I, don't, I don't know why this caught on yesterday and was a news thing, but all kinds of teachers coming out of the woodwork of how much easier grade school is, high school is, college is than when they went through. That's equity, Jack. It's equity teaching. And how the A students would have been B or C students when they were in school. And I'm not talking like the 40s. Mm. There was one guy who said, I went to a middling college in the 80s, which caught my attention because I went to a middling college in the 80s. And he said, my Yale students that I teach wouldn't have been able to cut it at that college. They don't do do near as much reading or work as I did at my little college in the 80s. I've heard that a thousand times. I I believe it to be true. Yeah. Well, and then you have, and and I threw in the buzzword there, there's uh, Virginia has announced they're now going to embark on an equity mathematics program that is essentially a dumbing down so nobody falls behind. Hmm. It's 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 uh, it is a society. It's a fundamental change in the society from a striving, achieving, innovating society to a I don't know, like a, a soft, soft. Nobody's feelings are hurt. Uh, encounter group with three hundred thirty-one million, however many people you just said. <laughs> and some of the college professors were talking about all these straight A students that are coming into college now that can't write or do math at the level they should be able to do whatever. They were yeah. straight A students. Yeah. That's well. interesting. Anyway, it's teamwork that makes the dream work, and then we'll kick off the show. There's our uh, board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. Good. I have uh, great memories of my eighth grade science teacher. He was crazy, but I loved the guy. He would teach physics, true story. He had a bowling ball that was hooked to like a rope. There you go. And then he would swing it, and he would have students stick their face. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Good Lord. Yep. And the ball would come within maybe six inches of you, and he would just say, no, it's going to stop right there. I've I seen prom- that experiment. It is a great physics experiment. If you stand and pull the ball up to your nose and let go of it, oh. you don't have to worry. I mean, it's just a matter of fact that it's right. not going to come back as far as it did. Yeah. Right. Until the day you set up a fan blowing in the wrong right. direction. It was tragic. Old toothless Ed will never forget that day. <laughs> a cave in his face. <laughs> On the ceiling of the classroom, though, he had all these burn marks for where, from where he would launch rockets in the classroom, and he would just yes. shoot them right through the... Yeah. You know, that, yes. that reminds me of another story. From my college bowling teacher. <laughs> well, I didn't. I held back on my fifth grade science story, but uh, you know, if, if it's story time, <laughs> I must have been a natural. I never needed a bowling teacher. Well, <laughs> you, you had to take a class, a phys ed class, and bowling counted. So I thought that sounds pretty easy, and it was. I ah, um, yes. But the college bowling instructor told a story about um, when we'd put the bowling balls away. Were we tossing him, or was he telling us not to toss him? I don't remember. He claimed he had a story of somebody who tossed a ball to somebody who wasn't looking, and it caved in their face. Yes. And I, and I, it's tragic. Uh, Quit throwing a bowling ball. <laughs> At this moment, I, uh, I wonder if that ever actually happened. No more horseplay. <laughs> caved in his whole face. I don't know. It's quite the velocity <laughs> on that thing. Extreme. <laughs> Did he throw it overhand? <laughs> Although a bowling ball would do damage, no doubt. There's positive, Sean. His smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well. Uh, yesterday, something happened in Major League Baseball that has not happened since 1921 when Babe Ruth did it, and that is a starting pitcher who is also leading the league in home runs 
Shohei Otani took the mound yesterday. Wow. He has seven home runs, took the mound. I don't believe, I, I think they, uh, no, I think they won yesterday, actually. That um, is something. But yeah. I, I wanted to bring up this other thing that the baseball nerds have been arguing about for days. Now, there was a complete game no-hitter thrown by current Diamondbacks pitcher Madison Bumgardner. But as part of the new doubleheader rules, the game was only seven innings long. He pitched for the whole thing, but because of baseball's oh. rules, it will not officially oh. go into the record books as a complete game no-hitter. I'll bet he really wishes they'd have played the other two innings. He was rolling. dealing. Yeah. So it's like a gamette. It's a, it's a little appetizer. Oh. Exactly. It's sort of a game, fellas. Now we're going to play sort of a game. That's weird. What he, sport has that? I bet nobody was more unhappy about that than him. Um, but what's the NFL going to announce? They got a lot of injuries, so let's play 45 minutes. Let's play three quarters this Sunday, and none of the stats count. I mean, they'd be hooted out of the, you know, the stadium. Right, right. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, April 27th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Lazy, lazy baseball players. <laughs> let's begin the full Armstrong and Getty show. Nine innings worth. Precisely now, according to FCC rules and regulations, we'll start at Mark. The ceremony was watched by a record load 9.9 million people. Yeah, 9.9 million. That's like taking everyone who watched Mank and adding 9.8 million. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, disastrous ratings for the Oscars. That breaks my heart. We'll have to talk about that later. I believe I began bowling class in college with an average of like 151 and it ended with an average of like 146. <laughs> well, I got my, worse throughout the semester. My comment on the great game of bowling, which is just a staple of the upper Midwest during the winter especially, uh, is that 12-year-old Joe, 25-year-old Joe, and current Joe would tie. <laughs> and uh, And I've never gotten an inch better at bowling, no matter how much I do it. It's just beyond me, apparently. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's actually excellent. We ought to sprinkle an email throughout the show. Really good good stuff. 12-year-old would throw a strike and say, Whatever you say, you are! I am! <laughs> to, to adult you. And I'd say, I'm about to throw a strike, too. But just one, because I've never gotten any better, 12-year-old me. And I don't know what you meant by what you just yelled at me. <laughs> and that was nonsense, yes. Uh, mailbag on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! That is why I did it! That's number five! Are you kidding me? That's right! Who do you think you are? I am! Who do you think you are? I am. Like a guy imitating him, which is a bit of a mind blower. There you go. He is the world's greatest imitator of him. I, I believe he actually retired from the world of bowling uh, just a couple months ago. Okay. He'll be missed, whoever he is. Mm-hmm. 
So, Mr. Seika, my fifth grade uh, science teacher, who was not a bad man. I don't think he was one of those people who was inspired to teach. I just think he had no better options. Oh, jeez. And, uh, and uh, we were doing a lesson once on uh, observing uh, the natural world, science, being, you know, noticing things. And he said, you know, you can... He goes, now, we're going to do a... You're gonna, we're going to compare words. You can hear something, but you have to listen to take in science. You have to listen, and you can feel something. What was it? You can touch something, but if you feel the texture, now you're observing. And he said, and then you. Then he said, they're seeing and looking. And which one? And and I said, yeah, you can uh, you can see something, but looking, you have to look at it. No, he said it's the opposite. You can look at something, <laughs> but you have to see it. You really see it. And I was like. No, wait a minute. Every example you've given has been like general observation than specific observation. And he's like, he wouldn't have it. All right, we're moving on. And I thought at that moment, he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I am going to take in authority as it's presented to me and figure out whether it's worth listening to or not on a case-by-case basis. And that has been, that was a turning point for me. That's a tough one. That's a tough one with kids because my kids are, my, I got a fifth grader in. Wanting them to respect, uh, you know, the fact that they they don't know as much as most uh, grown-ups. Sure. While realizing there are idiots out there. Yeah, that's a difficult balance to strike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mailbag. So, yesterday we presented a freedom-loving quote of the day from Abraham Lincoln. I was informed uh, informed quite promptly that he never said that. It was one of those loose uh, lists of quotes you find on the Internet sometimes, so I've attempted to go to a more reliable one. Continuing our freedom-loving quotes of the day from Abe Lincoln, who may or may not have said, actually, I'm pretty sure he did say this. Do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends? I was listening to a podcast yesterday where they're discussing whether or not uh, myths that rise up around some of our, some of these people, Lincoln would be a good example are not perfectly okay, whether they're true or not. If it's wisdom and attributed to them, and the whole point is they were really wise, that's just kind of like art. And it's just an artistic version of who these people are. The myths well, around uh, George Washington or Ronald Reagan or whatever, they're not necessarily I, bad. If it's an accurate illustration of the way they thought, yeah, exactly. their philosophy, exactly. that's, that's probably fine. That sort of thing can get a little fuzzy, though. You know, one step away becomes two steps away becomes Correct. fiction. Right. You know, one more Lincoln quote. America, in this one I'm certain he said, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Hmm. Moving along to the correspondence proper, uh, Alex listened to the One More Thing podcast from yesterday and, and suggests that Michael dispute the credit card charge. If you ever buy gift cards... You should listen to the One More Thing podcast. It's at armstrongandgetty.com. Really interesting. Specifically yesterday's. Specifically yesterday. Yeah, I mean, listen to them all, but the the gift card-related one is specific to yesterday. Clearly. We don't talk about gift cards every day. That'd be a weird (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And little heard, little listened to. Listen. You have to listen. Anyway. Uh, Aaron from Pleasanton writes, guys, uh, yesterday's heady discussion uh, of uh, utilizing unicorn fart power missed a major problem. Do you know how many Bitcoin you need to feed a unicorn to get a mile's worth of fuel? More than you can afford, I'll assure you of that. So unicorns eat Bitcoin. See, I didn't even know that. 
Tesla just announced something with Bitcoin and it's confusing to me. So we'll get to that. Oh, this email. I wanted to get to it. It's so good. Campaign slogan for Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, make the switch. That's uh, Claudia. <laughs> I like it. Washington I State. I really like that. She says she stole that from Greg Gutfeld. When, well, if you steal from us, you've stolen twice, so no shame in that. The census is out. We'll take a look at some of the numbers, and they're pretty interesting. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know why. Since I was a little kid, I like to have these numbers at my fingertips. Since I was a little kid, I would look at the Almanac when it came out every year and memorize them. Just seemed like to me like something you ought to know for reference when you're having discussions. So. Uh, there are roughly 330 million people in the United States, according to the new census. That's a mm-hmm. number worth knowing how many people we have in the uh, in the country. And then depending on what state you live in, know that. But also know one of the biggest states. California is still the biggest state. Texas is still second. But Florida is now third. Florida has passed New York, ladies and gentlemen. California, Texas, Florida are your top three big states now. Yeah, there's some pretty interesting trends. They're not you know shocking or new. But uh, the uh, Rust Belt is giving population of the Sun Belt in a hurry. Six of the seven states that will lose a seat in Congress 
are Rust Belters, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. Uh, they've been most of those states have been losing people for a long time. Uh, four states uh, gaining uh, four of the six states that will gain seats: Texas, Colorado, North Carolina, and Florida are in the Sun Belt. Yeah, the 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 headline for the political class seemed to be, and you know they're wrong as often as they're right of what's important. But uh, was it Texas picked up two seats in California, gave one back in Congress? So whatevs. Yeah, Texas is also getting less red. How about this? I mean, granted, this is this is decades and decades, but after the 1940 census, New York held 45 seats in the House, same size as the combined California, Texas, and Florida. Wow. 1940 New York. Wow. In the next Congress, New York's delegation will have 11 fewer members than Texas alone. That's a change. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is this is kind of interesting in a weird way. This is from the Hill. Uh, just like the NCAA tournament, there is always someone on the bubble in this case of winning or losing a seat in Congress. And this year, the race for the 435th and last seat in Congress was the closest it's ever been. That seat went to Minnesota, um, which was expected to lose one of its eight seats, but it didn't. It held on by 26 people. It had more than the next state, and so it got that uh, rep. New York was in line to receive what would have been the 436th house in the house, seat in the house. It missed out by just 89 residents, but think about this. I like this. If if one 737 half full of people had left Minneapolis for LaGuardia last April, New York would not have lost its seat. Hmm. Half an airplane worth of people. Now a grim way to look at things. New York lost nearly 2,000 people to the coronavirus by census day last year. And they lost their seat only by 89 people. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, I'm asking this for other people because I, of course, paid attention in high school civics classes. So the number of seats overall doesn't change it no. just kind of reworks the ratios of who's where topic i was about to get to so we have 435 people in the house and uh it has grown the number of people each congressperson okay. represents over the years and it is now at 760,000 people per district per congressperson 760,000 people where which many would argue was not the design of our government at all, and uh, and a lot of my favorite thinkers think we have to add members to the House now. While I understand the founding papa's idea that it, it can't become so large it's unwieldy and you can't run it, at the same time, almost 800,000 people per congressperson? Yeah. That's idiotic. The idea is that with your congressperson, at least you could get a hold of them. You could write them a letter, they're going to read it. You could get them on the phone. Well, if, if they represent you know three-quarters of a million people, good luck. Yeah, and they all do at this point. Uh, so that's that's an interesting change. I, I'd say if you, to, for me, a long term, this is important. Big headline is the rate of growth in the United States. So I don't like people. So I'm all for population shrinkage in general. But I realize it becomes a demographic <laughs> problem, um, particularly when your government is an enormous pyramid scheme. Yeah, and see Social Security, and it is. So we started last decade with 308 million people. We ended it with 331 million people, which is way more people than I want to have in the country. But uh, our growth rate was 7.4 percent, which was the slowest in dang near a hundred years. So we're not growing real fast, and that's even with allowing people to come in kind of willy-nilly. 
Mm-hmm. The biggest state in the country, as we mentioned, is California, has been for a long time. Almost 40 million people in California. The smallest, Wyoming, 576,000 people in the whole state of Wyoming. Now, that's my kind of state. Yeah. The room to breathe. Well, a little bad news for you, Jack. Five of the eight states in the Mountain West, Idaho, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and Colorado, grew by more than 10% over the last decade. Montana almost got there. It grew by 9.6%. California's growth slowed to 6.1%, way behind the national average, and less than half of Nevada and Texas and Florida. I lived in so many small towns in my life, and they're always trying to figure out how to attract more people. And I, and I always thought, why do we want to attract more people? The, <laughs> we, the reason we all like it here is because it's a tiny town. It's a tiny town other people hate. That's why we're here. We don't want anybody around. Why are we trying to attract more people? But because so much of uh, what we got going on is a pyramid scheme. Right, right. Well, you're going to hate this story, then. I found it very interesting, but uh, there are towns across America that are paying up to $20,000 to people to relocate there. Yeah. All sorts of aid from uh, housing down payments to, to food gift certificates and all. Uh, let's see some examples. Topeka, Kansas, uh, $11,000, part of a home down payment, plus perks, like $1,000 of free Jimmy John sandwiches. Yes! Yes! Hello, Topeka! Uh, let's My see. ship has come in! Berrien County, uh, Michigan. Uh, fifteen grand, part of a home down payment, perks including an annual pass to the local beaches. How about Tulsa, Oklahoma? That's a pretty big town to be desperate for population. They're offering eleven thousand bucks, including ten thousand dollar cash and perks, including access to co working space. And finally, Morgantown, West Virginia, which is regularly on the lists of the most livable towns in America. It's offering uh, twenty thousand dollars, including twelve grand in cash. Perks, including a year's worth of free recreational activities, such as skiing. What's so the, if you hate where you are, you know what? We'll post this This website. It's makemymove.com, a clearinghouse for incentive offers that list about three dozen uh, towns nationwide that are doing this. The fastest growing state, they're not throwing money at anybody, is Utah, up 18.4% in the last 10 years. Utah wow. is growing fast. Yeah. Yeah, uh, love see, Utah. Beautiful. See, see if there's any other numbers you need to. So only three states actually lost population. Only three states actually went backwards, and that is your West Virginia, Mississippi, and Illinois. Um, is that right? Uh, Pennsylvania didn't actually lose people because I read they lost a congressperson for I think the tenth census in a row. No kidding. Might have been the seventh, something like that. Which is something. Um. So I mentioned Florida is now the third biggest state. Uh, this all factors in for your House numbers and your number of delegates you get when you're running for president and all that sort of stuff. But just, right. just in general, if you're not into the politics part of it, which, you know, some people, that's all they care about. But, you know, looking at the map, the way the way the population of the country is moving from the Rust Belt, as you said, up there in the northeast and just traveling kind of southwest is interesting. I mean, that's a migration of human beings like we've seen throughout the history of time for, uh, you know, their own personal reasons. They just feel they'd have more opportunity or I, I don't know what drives sure. most people to move. Sure. I think that's probably it, really. jobs. Yeah. It, yeah. It's sad in a way, but uh, I, I don't want to be a sap about it. I'm looking at uh, confirmed. Yeah. The census is the 10th straight reapportionment loss for Pennsylvania. It does seem sad in a way, but I suppose that's a kind of childish emotion because, again, it is yeah. it is the history of the world for one thing and a smart thing for people to do. 
don't don't stay in a dead end town and and suffer if there's an opportunity to make a living somewhere else. I, I mean, get big and fat and get a pill addiction. That's I, not a, a great future. I'd say that because my dad moved all over to trying to find a better job. I've moved all over trying to find a better job. That's that's what founded this country. If you I'm haven't read Hillbilly Elegy, do it. It's, it's so good. So amazing. It's about that very topic. But, you know, these uh, the Rust Belt, that, that's uh, what beat back the Nazis, the industrial might yeah. of the United States, those right. steel plants, those workers, those hard, scrabble people of the upper Midwest. And now, you know, but that's the way history moves. So, again, you can either stay there next to the old mill that hasn't operated in 35 years, uh, pop an oxycodone, or you can, you know, invent a new future. It's kind of fun. We've both done it several times. It's official. The governor of California is going to be recalled, and it is official that Caitlyn Jenner is running for that office. I don't know if that's just a splashy headline or if she's actually a a player in this. Arnold Schwarzenegger says Caitlyn Jenner has a chance to win. Yes. <laughs> that's like the pot calling the kettle black, but different. <laughs> I don't know. Who decided to ask Arnold? I just... I tell you what, Stop though. whining. Um, <laughs> the uh, the cackling idiot hens on the View were discussing Caitlyn Jenner's candidacy, and Joy Behar, whether intentionally or unintentionally, kept referring to him, to her as him. Oh, and cancel, he. cancel her. Yeah, no, well, she's no, no, because she's a lefty, so it's okay. But uh, Caitlyn Jenner's response was. Uh, nowhere and worries. I know where your heart is. California has a has bigger problems than pronouns, which I thought was a a big answer. It was a good, as a stateswoman like yeah, answer. That is good. That is really good. I like that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, not going to play the victim. We have so much stuff in the sky now, satellites and whatnot. It's actually blocking our view of the universe around us and getting, making it harder to see things. And this during a pink moon, which we're experiencing during these three days. We do need to get to the Oscars uh, ratings, which I have no need to kick Oscars, but it's just kind of interesting how uh, people's tastes change. Well, yeah, it's it's straight out of the Rust Belt that beat back the Nazis is now bleeding population. Well, this giant cultural icon, the Oscars, now nobody cares about it. Did the former Secretary of State current climate czar John Kerry give aid and comfort to one of the America's biggest enemies? Yes. Uh, Iran. Yes, Joe Getty says yes, so no need to follow that story, I guess. That's where the answer is in. Uh, We'll tell you what we're talking about if you don't know what that is. All that stuff on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. So much domestic politics being discussed in uh, pundit world, while the outside world, outside of our borders, there's so much interesting stuff going on. I mean, like world-changing events occurring on a near-daily basis, like a tape that leaked out yesterday. There's an interview conducted by some Persian economist, I guess. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. Where did that... 
Sorry, God dang it, I hate this website. But so he was much. In, interviewing Mohammad Zarif, who's the Iranian foreign minister, and it was supposed to be a private conversation, and it's a long conversation, and they touch on a whole bunch of different topics, and it leaked out yesterday, and nobody's saying who it leaked to. It for I mean, who leaked it? And it's somebody I think who wants to stop the Iranian nuclear deal from happening from the United States and Iran to get back into that deal. Don't hmm. you think it's somebody who wants it to stop? Yeah, boy, there are a complicated list of players involved in this, um, including Russia that allegedly doesn't want closer relations or, or warmer relations between the U.S. and Iran. They want Iran squarely in their block, so they allegedly sabotaged the the nuclear talks the last time around. Yeah, so I it was, could be them. I was unaware that the Russians really didn't want that nuclear deal that the Obama administration worked out to happen. Um and uh, they were working behind the scenes to try to keep it from happening. So, yeah, they could have leaked out this tape, although uh, how, how they would have gotten it, I don't know. But there, but like I said, there are so many players and so many levels all around the world on this stuff. And as often happens, people are picking and choosing what they think the headlines are out of there. One of the headlines is that the old uh, salamander that uh, Trump bombed and killed? General Soleimani, yes, Jack. Um, was a really big deal. Oh, yeah. Zarif, the foreign minister, said that it was a bigger deal taking him out than if you'd have taken out an entire Iranian city in terms of damaging us. So. Well, and he also he made it clear that the Revolutionary Guard is really the tail that wags the dog, that they would regularly overrule the diplomatic corps, the, uh, the parliament, whatever. What they said went, and frequently he'd be in the midst of some giant diplomatic effort, and the Revolutionary Guard would say, yeah, no, and it would be over. To me, that's to the surprise of no one that was paying attention, mm-hmm. but it seemed to be a uh, big deal to people who weren't paying attention, I guess. Yeah, well, it, I don't know. I think it solidifies that thought. It, it it makes it clear, okay, the way it looks is the way it is, because Iran is a mysterious regime. You know, nobody's really clear exactly how it works. And evidently, it's an ongoing power play within the government. Um, I'll just read from the New York Times report. Mr. Zarif, that's the foreign minister heard on the tape, said he was kept in the dark on government actions, sometimes to his embarrassment. On the night that Iran decided to retaliate against the United States for killing Soleimani, two Quds Force commanders went to see the Iraqi prime minister, Mahdi, to inform him that in about 45 minutes, Iran would be firing missiles at a military base where U.S. troops were stationed. You remember that? Featured on 60 Minutes a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Zarif said the Americans knew about the strike before he did. Former see that's something. Former Secretary of State John Kerry informed him that Israel had attacked Iranian interests in Syria at least two hundred times. To his astonishment, Mister Zarif said. Uh, he also pointed out blah blah blah. It goes into some other stuff. Wait a second. The New York Times. Yeah, is, hello. New York Times it goes into some other stuff awfully quickly. The New York Times is not spending as much time on this as a lot of people are. The Secretary of State was informing Iran, our enemy that Israel had attacked Iranian interests in Syria 200 times. Obviously, Israel was denying this. But ours, the United States Secretary of State is confirming Israeli strikes. Now, uh, this got uh, Washington, D.C. buzzing yesterday, and people were some people were immediately calling for John Kerry to resign. The pushback has been, well, all of these attacks have been in news sources and were available for consumption by anyone paying attention who wanted to know. It was already out there, so he wasn't letting anything out of the bag. Well, then why did the minister, foreign minister, say he was astonished to learn this? He didn't know about it. 
Yeah. And one New York Times article saying some believe Israel might be behind the attack is a hell of a lot different than the former Secretary of State sitting right. down with yeah, Zarif point. and saying, oh, yeah, it's been Israel all 200 times, man. Yes, it was. Why was That's astounding to me, too. Why was our Secretary of State letting Israeli secret attacks uh, out of the bag to Iran, our number one or two enemy? My guess, my guess is that John Kerry, in the you know in the 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 inner circle of the great savior Obama, believed that he could sway Iran to be a civilized country and join in the international order and the rest of it. And he was offering up a little uh, a little secret to his old friend Zarif. Was he trying to pretend that we're 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 closer friends with you than we are with Israel, or could be? Wow. We don't like them that much. We just put up with them. I mean, they've attacked you a lot, all 200 times. That was them. Now, come on, let's make this deal. It'll be historic. So again, That's the, my guess. The state- Either that or his plastic surgeon uh, put the Botox needle straight through his face and just right into his brain. Because that does happen sometimes. Harry does Would have that a, it were. Would that it were. He might be our most Botoxed uh, face of our government. Um, Stiff competition, I think, right? Oh, really? Who would you go with? I mean, uh, John Kerry's face is, is motionless. Oh, yeah, it hasn't moved since 1996. It's like he's wearing a John Kerry mask for Halloween. He may very well be the champion. I don't think I can think of another, like, top contender, but I was just assuming there there had to be a lot of people in that tournament. Nancy has known the sweet bite of the Botox needle. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. No doubt. Good morning. Good morning to you, dear. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see if this story has legs. Again, there were some pretty high-up Republicans yesterday calling for John Kerry to resign as the climate czar and others calling for Congress to immediately call him in and question him about this sort of stuff. So this could have some legs. This could be a scandal. So when members of the Trump transition team blow in a call to say hello to some foreign leader, you get the New York Times mewling about the, the hatch, the Logan Act. Just crying, oh, look, look, now they're the transition team. They're supposed to do that. But this happens, and they just have one sentence and move on. No analysis whatsoever. All right, thanks. The Secretary, the Secretary of State giving out Israeli secrets, military secrets, to Iran. That seems like a big scandal to me. Mm. Zarif don't like it. Rock the Casbah. <laughs> Rock the Casbah. Boy, did the Oscars not get a lot of viewers. Holy cow. Yeah. Among other things to talk about. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. 
Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.